Chris, should I play this at the normal volume or at a really loud volume that normal, hurts your ear? Normal volume. Okay. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. We are back in the heart of the universe, the hall art of all things. That's Clarendon, of course. I'm your host, Chris Farley, back again for episode 216 of Pace the Nation. We are approaching the Thanksgiving holiday. I've got one co-host to my left. It's Williamy Docs. Docs, what's up? Well, I noticed that the girls are, are boycotting when I came back from my <laughs> yeah. suspension. Was you, if anybody you, wants were, to read into that. Were you, were you on a suspension? Oh, Can you uh, get into was, what you were suspended for? We're not supposed to talk about That's it. True. I forgot. That's true. Jeez. Um, well, welcome back, Docs. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know I, how I know I was gone? Because you weren't on the last couple episodes. I think it was just one. I think well, I just was missed just one. one episode. Well, we missed one week, so we apologize. For I was that. back for that that week. That yeah, was your fault, that not was mine. My fault. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are back. Uh, back where we belong. Back where we belong uh, in our weekly slot. Uh, just to, to to forewarn the audience. Uh huh. The holidays are here. Uh, Thanksgiving is tomorrow, as we broadcast oh, yeah. here or, or record here mm-hmm. on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, it's you know, we're, we're mostly going to try to get in the shows as we can as the holidays uh, hit us here. But Now, we promise we'll do one every week. It will drop on Monday. <laughs> There's no no yeah. commitments. All right. But we, we will try our best. All right. Okay. Let's let's shoot for that. Chris, uh, you, you did mention the holidays are yeah. coming. Um, do you have your Black Friday route planned already? <laughs> yes, I do. You do? Uh, it's going to be driving up to New Jersey uh, and not No, but I'm, I'm talking stores. about which stores. No, like like you're going to go to this store for, no. for the 13-inch no, TV, no, and then you go to this store for stores. a pair of isotoner gloves, <laughs> and then you're going to cut across town. And because you heard that they've got a good deal on toasters that, that yeah, no, it sounds like you've got yours, but no, I don't have mine. That was my fake plan to throw <laughs> off everybody. So you don't want to tell them mm-hmm. what you're actually doing. Yeah. No. I actually did go. I did go uh, Black Friday sale once. Ice and toners. Uh, <laughs> do they still make those? Does Dan Marino think, still advertise for them? So. Um, I went to Black okay. Friday once mm-hmm. and uh, it was because I was working a night shift and so I, 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 I had just got back right right for Thanksgiving, so I was wide awake in the middle of the night, and I lived right across the street from the Boston Mall. All right. So I walked over to, to Radio Shack. Nobody was there, and I bought like a stack of C- CDs. This, was, this tells you how long ago <laughs> it was. Stack of CDs to, to burn CDs. Uh, for like 99 cents, and I got a DVD player for, wow. for, for nothing. And it was... Like I just went because I was wide awake and nobody else in the house was. It was awake. convenient. It yeah. wasn't because yeah. you are this. And nobody was there. Like nobody goes to. I don't know how things have changed in the years, but nobody was at that particular mall. All the stores were open. I was like the only person shopping. Well, Radio Shack. Are they still in business? No. No. Well, you know they were probably at other stores that are still in business. I don't know. Well, I, I think like the the experience that. Uh, you always see the internet videos of, of just people going crazy and fighting and, and like they open the doors and people are like running to certain sections. 
that is my worst nightmare. That is like I can't stand that many people. I don't like that much. Yeah. Like, for I don't like do. shopping. Right. Uh, I certainly don't like battle shopping. <laughs> right. Well, uh, I can see why that was your only uh, Black Friday experience. But yeah, uh, I uh, I'm actually driving to New Jersey and won't be participating. Mm-hmm. I hope a lot of our listeners did participate and shop at Pacers Running mm-hmm. uh, for our Black Friday sales. Uh, but yeah, it's still a thing. It's still a thing for sure. Well, um, shouldn't people shop at Pacers on Saturday? Isn't that the, yes. the shop local day? That is. Yeah. yeah. Shop there on Saturday as well. Well, I uh, hope they did that. This is yeah. another one of those <laughs> ill-timed <laughs> announcements. Right, right, but sure. I, I tell you what. Small if, Business Saturday. Yes. Thank if, you for if, noting that. If you did not support Small Business Saturday uh, because you missed it, uh, you could do Small Business Tuesday. Sure. It, it, it won't be the same thing, but it will still make you feel good about yourself. Absolutely. We were happy. Yeah. We were open for business on Tuesday and most every day. We'll be closed Thanksgiving, but most every other day. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, a- Again, another – well, the Christmas thing is, is – uh, that's a good good warning. Yeah. Uh, telling everybody <laughs> that, you're, that you're closed on Thanksgiving, that was uh, – you know, yeah. mark your calendars for 2020, folks. Well, a big show to get to today, Docs. Uh, we will be talking some Thanksgiving. Uh, I'll give you a little running – related history of thanksgiving I'm oh I, this is that. this is terrific i feel like that's uh uh there's going to be pilgrims involved <laughs> no 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 pilgrims um we uh we'll talk about uh running uh how big of a running day it is no pilgrims mm-hmm. or anything like that because i couldn't tell you that stuff i could not really give you a, a good history lesson believe it or not chris did i talk too much before you set the table yes you did yes okay well i've, yes. I've been off the show for a yeah, couple of weeks uh, so i'm rusty fair. i apologize that's fair uh, also on today's program excited to be joined on the phone by the head cross country coach for the men and women at johns hopkins bobby van allen will join us his team is fresh off a national title. His women's team won the D3 National Championship for cross country. His men were fifth, the top finish in the program's history for the men. So excited to have Bobby Van Allen join us on the phone to talk to some cross country. Well, it's also the top finish in in, in program's history for the women too. Well, it they've ties. never finished. <laughs> they've never finished better than first place. That's true. That's true. It ties the top finish. Mm-hmm. Good point. Thank you. Uh, so we'll have Bobby on the show. Uh, also, uh, we'll get an update from Docs, and I'll give you an update as well from uh, what's going on in our lives. Um, and I'll start with my update. Well, I have a question okay, for you. Okay. Okay. Uh, which hopefully makes you forget your update. Mm-hmm. Um, you are so good at setting the table on the show. <laughs> Do you set the Thanksgiving table? No, no. I will be at my mom's uh, and we'll be... Uh, Do you with- do anything for Thanksgiving? You know like, what? Like I, to help, I, not I, not like watching I've, football. I've actually th- <laughs> I thought about that. Uh-huh. I wonder what my dad did at 43 when he had, you know... A lot more than you. F- four kids. Yeah. And he, I'm sure he carved the turkey. He... he you know, he probably participated in, you know, uh, cooking some of the and helping out, and helping out. Well, why don't you ask your mom? I, I do. And she is just she does everything. Uh-huh. It's terrible. Uh, I basically show up. Right. Um, Julie well, does some work, but I bet you uh, actually I've I've lived with you before. Mm hmm. Uh, and I've known you for a long time. The, mm-hmm. the best thing you could do is just stay out of the way. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> All right. Well, we were going to talk more Thanksgiving. Uh, I wanted to to, to quickly update you. I was in Terre Haute, Indiana last week. Um, Proud to follow and uh, cheer on the Georgetown Hoyas. 
the men uh, competed as a team at the NCAA Division One Championship. They were 25th, and the, the women had two uh, women participate, uh, Sammy Corman and Madeline Perez, and they were uh, they did a great job as individuals there finishing the race there uh, in Terre Haute. So uh, that was really cool. I brought the kids, and it was rainy, and it was cold, mm-hmm. and I was uh, really excited that it was Paul, my youngest, second cross-country championship, and it was James's, my, my oldest, his third cross country championship mm-hmm. that he's been to. Division well, they, as as spectators, they were not participants. Right. No, no, they were not. Yeah. But uh, pretty impressive. Uh, Paul is two for two. Well, I, I really James feel is like three for four. I really feel like anybody could participate. I I feel like you're you're being too proud of a parent here, Chris. <laughs> yeah, like, this is a sign to come of my. Uh, yeah, I mean, what what yeah. did they actually do? Well, they showed up in the rain and cold and then tolerated it. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and I tell you this, um, maybe uh, the highlight o- above watching the Hoyas run was uh, we were interviewed on uh, the Let's Run.com live internet broadcast. Mm-hmm. So I was with... What a thrill for you guys. <laughs> I was with my kids mm-hmm. uh, and we were interviewed by former guest uh, Robert Johnson. Um, he was there um, and and found us and, and interviewed us and I had my kids on uh, and you can you can see all that on if uh, you my wanted. Instagram at yeah. Run Pacer. Yeah, I so. did see it on your Instagram yeah. actually, okay. Okay. so I already yeah. knew that. Yeah. So anyway, so that was a highlight. I didn't give it but, away. But uh, and Chris, we should give a shout out to the Virginia men's program. They finished twentieth. Yes, at, at NCAA's. And uh, that there's a long tradition of, of UVA men's cross country being successful on the national uh, scene, which goes back way before we yes. were in school. Absolutely. Nobody should look that up. But, on. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so obviously, if you ran at UVA, you are like really good because uh, yes. this is just the norm. This is what they do. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it was a it was a great trip uh, to the Division One uh, NCAA national mm-hmm. championships. But our guest up next had a pretty successful run at the Division Three National t- Championships that were in Louisville, Kentucky. His women were first. His men were fifth. Bobby Van Allen, the Johns Hopkins head men's and women's cross-country coach, joins us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Docs, we are excited to be joined on the phone by the national champion coach of the D3 uh, cross-country championships that happened this past week. It's Bobby Van Allen. Bobby, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. Yourself? We are doing fantastic. Um, Thanks for joining us. Uh, kind of on short notice, quick turnaround as we are uh, really close here to Thanksgiving. Man, another title for you guys. Congratulations. Uh, on the women's side, congratulations on the women's side. And the men were fifth. How about that? Yeah, very exciting for both teams. Uh, re- really excited about how well we performed. Uh, it was awesome, man. We're going to get into that. And I want to talk a lot about your program. We're here in D.C. just down the road. Um, now, Johns Hopkins is – in 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 ba- where where is it in, in in Baltimore, right? It is. It's uh, it's in Baltimore on the uh, the northern edge of the city limits. So we're not downtown okay. um, by the Inner Harbor or anything, or by the Med School, which a lot of people 
you know, make that assumption. We're, we're up in Charles Village, right on the northern side, so a beautiful part of the city and uh, a great place to be. Yeah, now you've been there for 20 years, which is incredible. Um, and a lot of people know Johns Hopkins for their lacrosse, right? I mean, lacrosse is, is, is the big sport. Uh, I mean, is cross country coming kind of close now? <laughs> uh, lacrosse will always be the featured sport at yeah. Johns Hopkins. Uh, we don't try to, you know, compete with them. Yep. You know, all, all of the sports are kind of so supportive of one another anyway, but it's unique in that our l- lacrosse programs are both division one competing right. in the big 10. So, uh, yeah, I think there's only eight schools left in NCAA Division Three that are even, you know, have multi-division programs like we do. So, so, so exp- explain that. Yeah, so you guys compete on the division in the division in division NCAA Division Three, and they compete Division One. Right. So, yeah, um, there's something that I, the NCAA actually looked into, you know, about 10, 15 years ago, of uh, you know whether that should still be permitted. Some of these sports were grandfathered in especially with some of the size of, you know, some, you know, you have the other schools that are similar, um, you know, either probably lacrosse programs or ice hockey programs mm-hmm. um, or something that, you know, is there not quite as many of those programs. And when you compete like our lacrosse programs do, always, you know, the best Division One programs in the country, it makes sense to allow them to continue to compete at the NCAA Division One level with the rest of the school following the Division Three philosophy. Gotcha. Well, they've got. I'm, I'm reading on Wikipedia. The lacrosse team uh, has got nine titles. Uh, you guys are <laughs> catching them very quickly with the, the, the sixth women's title. Um, maybe there will be a question there in Baltimore who the bigger, uh, bigger team on campus is. Could that be the case? <laughs> I think I'll always lose that battle, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're trying to just worry about our program. I mean, who gets who gets more Under Armour gear? You or the lacrosse team? Is it close? Yeah, I, I don't think that's close either. Yeah. So uh, that's all right. You know, we're uh, you know we get, we got a good system going on with what we get, and uh, you know, no complaints on our end. But, no, uh, no doubt, yeah, man. Lacrosse will always be uh, treated a little differently. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's okay, and that's fine. No doubt. Well, it's the the women's. Well, we're going to talk about the women's. Let's talk about the women's team first. Um, the the women's sixth cross country title, uh, and and actually it's the sixth title in in the program's history. But it's the sixth in the last eight years. Uh, I mean, when you hear that, I mean that that that's got to even like just feel crazy and special to you just hearing that over and over again i'm sure you i'm sure it's it, it, it's something that it, that probably has sunk in or has it sunk in at this point yeah i don't think it's ever going to completely sink in it's uh you know i've been blessed to you know have the support that i do at johns hopkins and you know when i was hired it was uh to try to build you know have the program compete within the centennial conference and mm-hmm. you know certainly uh as we built that up you know, started thinking that uh, qualifying for nationals one day might be a realistic goal. And, you know, then it was just trying to get there and then trying to, you know, be in the top half and you know, just things continue to evolve. So um, to be where we're at right now is, you know, I'm blessed. Uh, I'm thankful for all that we've been able to do, but it's, it's been exciting and just want to see what we can continue to do. We don't want to let, you know, this be the end goal or, you know, just even really shooting for, you know, what happens that one meet at nationals in November to really define what we are. We want to continue to evolve, get better, do things differently and better, and, uh, you know, grow this program beyond what we're at now. 
But to, to have that kind of success over eight years means that, that you've had turnover on your athletes. I mean, full turnover on the whole team. How, how are you maintaining that success with, with that much turnover? I think a lot of it is, uh, you know, trying to set up the right culture of this program where, you know, we can bring in, you know, talented recruits into this program that uh, can evolve. And, it's, you know, it's, we don't really have freshmen just jumping in right away and leading, leading things. Uh, you know, we look at the development over their four years here. Um, you know, it was, uh, you know, nice having, uh, you know, two freshmen up in our top seven this year. Mm. Um, and uh, really were, you know, key to, you know, bringing home the title this year. But we want to continue to just look at things and make that four-year development. And, you know, I think that's becoming, uh, you know, an attractive program for a lot of, you know, kids out there when they look at the academics of a school like John Hopkins, which, uh, you know, brings challenges in its own yeah. right. But, you know, at the same time, you know, that, that gets us out there on the map for, you know, really top academic kids that are that are good runners to at least look at us and consider us, and when they can really look at what we're able to do here and who we compete against and you know what we can provide them, I think it's an attractive situation for a, a lot of bright students out there. And, and, and also, Bobby, it's got to be culture. Culture, I think, is like the the magic term or this like mythical thing that everybody chases uh, when you're building a team, and you've got it. So uh, can you can you can you tell us the secret? What what is the secret to developing the culture? I don't think there's any secret there. I think uh, a lot of it is just trying to you know build a very supportive family type environment. You know you want people coming to enjoy practice. I mean, yeah, you, you guys get it that uh, in our sport, not every day is the most exciting. But <laughs> hey, especially when you start hitting these winter months and you're trying to get kids excited to go out there and run for an hour and. <laughs> Freeze their toes off right. and all those little things. But, uh, you know, if you can be around, you know, just on our, you know, we got about 35 women on the country team, another 30 guys. So when you, when you get to be around those 60, 70, you know, athletes every day, like, and that's what you're looking forward to, um, you know, that makes it a lot easier. So we, we try to just, you know, create, you know, a, a team first environment that's, you know, everybody's supportive of one another and everything that they do, not just, you know, their times, you know, on a cross-country course or track. Yep. And, you know, just you know, they're hanging out together. They're living together. They're, you know, other kids are involved in, in different organizations, and they're going to go support those things also. And, you know, once we kind of just really create a good family-type environment, I, I think it, it makes people want to be here, want to put in the work. And you, you certainly have that other level of competitiveness that, you know, comes out from, from kids that, you know, that's why they got attracted here to begin with. They wanted to be part of a competitive program and, you know, try to contend for titles. You know, it, it helps set the, the right work ethic that they're going to do the little things, put in the work and keep trying to get better and, you know, let the results take care of themselves at the end. Yeah. And I want to just touch on that one, one more question on the culture. And, and I agree with everything you just said. Uh, but I'm sure you're super protective of it because it, in my experience or what I see, my wife's a coach and, you know, it's it's easy. It can all come crumbling down quickly, but it's hard to build it like you have had to do over the last 20 years. Right. I mean, has there been times where you you, you could see potential issues or chinks in the armor of the culture and that you really had to step in and. And and, and and make sure you shore it shore it up. 
Yeah, I think that uh, with any team, you know, you're, when you have that many athletes, you also are going to, at times going to have, you know, little conflicts here and there that you want to resolve. Um, you know, we're, we're very well aware of those. We try to address anything that is, you know, a potential conflict well before it ever becomes one. Right. But, you know, I think you know, everybody understands that's kind of the backbone of our program. We talk about relationships, relationship building, conflict resolution. We've got great leaders on our team that uh, it's not something I'm really worried about or, you know, you get different people in there. They understand what we're trying to build and, you know, what's going to be tolerated within this program. And it kind of runs itself. So, um, yeah, I think you have, you know, in, in any college program, you know, probably different varying levels of of conflict that could break up, you know, a, yep. a culture, team vibe. But that's not something I worry about here. You know, anything that, you know, we, we, we see, we tr- we talk about, we discuss, and we, we work together and, and trying to figure out how we can make this the best situation for everybody on our team. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, we, we've got a lot of great people within our program that help, uh, you know, do that well beyond myself, my assistant, our athletic administration is very involved. We've got a great leadership program that a lot of our other coaches from other sports are involved in. And then it comes back to, you know, our kids, the seniors, the leaders that have been through this program to, you know, help ensure the way that uh, is best suited for the program. Man, it's more than just um, how how much mileage they run in their split times. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> it may be Lisa. It might may be more about that other stuff than the, the actual X's and O's. Yeah, I'd say it's definitely more about that, and uh, yeah, that's what keeps it exciting. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to just look and figure out you know, what a workout is. Yeah, that that be a little boring. Right. So it keeps keeps me on my toes, keeps things exciting here. But it, it's certainly a big part of it is just you know the whole you know, team chemistry and mm-hmm. what, what that can lead into. So ever. Well, you um, w- w- again, you know, national chi- titles on the uh, national title on the women's side this year again. Um, you know, you guys beat Washington. Washington was the number one ranked team in the country. You guys are number two, 125 to 138, um, which was just incredible. And incredible because the, the previous year, you guys lost by one point to that same Washington team. Um, like how gratifying was it to come back and kind of, um, you know, get some redemption there? You know, I think I, I think I've been asked that question a fair <laughs> yeah, amount. Now. And, uh, trying to, uh, you know, is, there's so many emotions that go on in this sport. Um, mm-hmm. You know, 2018 was, uh, I mean, it, it's a tough way to lose, but you know, that excitement still is, you know, why we do this sport. I mean, if we knew that we were going to win ahead of time, you know, it wouldn't be that exciting, and it wouldn't drive people, it wouldn't, it wouldn't get people up in the day and motivated and. You know, we, we've been on the, the other side of stuff for a while. We've been in the position where we're trying to you know, just, you know, just make it to nationals. We've been in the position where we've got our butts kicked. Right. And, you know, then we, we're in that position like we were a year ago where you, you lose really tough one-point loss. And, and, and let me just um, stop, stop you real quick there just for the listeners. The one-point loss is, again, cross-country scoring. We've You know, a lot of our listeners aren't cross-country runners. They're more road runners or, or, or just, you know, they haven't, haven't competed in that sport. You add up the five scores from, from all the teams and one placement. So if, if one of your girls had beaten another girl or two girls, two, that would have been two points. 
and you would have been able to win the the national title. So it came down to your top five just needing one place somewhere uh, throughout that uh, throughout that race, and that's how incredibly close it was, and just must have been like just just so disappointing to lose by one point. Just incredible. Yeah, yeah. To probably even twist that knife a little more. Uh, <laughs> to complicate things for your listeners here. But, uh, you know, when you actually added all of our places a year ago, we actually would have won by four points. Um, but because there's, you know, individuals that are qualifying as well and some of them are uh. counting those, um, you know, that, that flipped the switch and flipped the score. So wow, uh, it, it probably made things a little more difficult to swallow that, you know, you wish, you know, somebody that was just ahead of you or behind you on a, you know, was actually representing a competing team that right. an individual and you, know, you never know what things are. I mean, that's how certainly quickly it uh, can change and how close things really are. And you, know, you never want to stop, you know, fighting until you're <laughs> completely past that finish line and done. And if anything, that's just been, you know, it, it, I don't think it was as much of motivation of losing by one point that stirred things for this year. I think it was just extra little reminders at every single part of the race that, you know, hey, this, this this isn't done. It's not over. Right. You know, you always had to hit that reset button, find something to get excited about, whether you're having a career day and there's still somebody, you know, ahead of you, you know, to be all American, or you might be having a really off day and, you know, still trying to figure out how can I get excited knowing that, you know, these three kids that are still ahead of me, even if you're 30 points, 40 points back of where you thought you should be, are still possibly the difference between matter. us yep. or losing. Yep. Um, you know, I think it was just a way for us to, you know, kind of make it a, a little less find ways at every point of a race to reassess the situation that you're currently in. You can't control what's already done and find some ways to get excited about what you can still control ahead of you. So um, I'm proud of the way our girls really did that this year. And, yep. uh, you know, so, you know, we're, we're over what happened in 2008 <laughs> about the outcome of this year, but. You know, both both teams just ran so great, and uh, you know the, the final score isn't isn't the only thing that really kind of determines what you know was successful or unsuccessful at a meet. Yeah, and I, I wanted to, I want to talk about the men for as well, but just one a couple last things on on the women. Um, again, sixth championship in the last uh, eight years, third in the last four years. You guys haven't finished lower than fourth on the the women's side since 2011, which is incredible. Uh, Give me a couple of the the uh, the players that that really um, were the difference makers for this year. I mean, obviously your top runners, but you know a, a couple of the stories that uh, were the reason why you won this year. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, I think that's going to be a little tough because I think every single <laughs> right is a story. Um, you know, we, we've had other championships where you know things kind of went supporting the script and. You know, those that have led the way in the past, you know, led the way again. But th- this was a different year from top to bottom. Um, all of our All-Americans, and we had three of them this year, that was their first All-American title ever. So, um, you know, Rebecca uh, Grusby and Sam Levy, um, both seniors, this is their first American All-American titles and certainly led the way, you know, up one, two. Um, Ariel Keklak, um had just a phenomenal year, you know, I think was uh, – you know, after, after transferring in, um, didn't really run for a year, kind of got her feet back wet again last year, um, worked her way back up, you know, close to being in that, you know, top seven for us. But this was her first NCAA 
championship race and, and her first one and also earned an All-American honor. I mean, those three girls alone mm. led the way. That was the first for them. Um, one of the stories certainly that's huge for us is Kristen Meek, you know, a senior. She's our captain. She really kept this team together through thick and thin everything over these last four years. Um, she's been an alternate on our team multiple times, you know, for one of her big goals coming into this season we talked about was, you know, she really wanted that opportunity to actually be in our top seven and race for once rather than being an alternate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we try to really uh, change those goals up a little for her. Um, I knew she had a little more in the tank. She was had a great summer. Um, you know, I, I told her shoot for top 40, uh, you know, in a country, don't go shooting for, uh, you know, top seven on just one team and don't make your goals compared to others on the team. And, uh, she really took that to heart, um, went after it and, you know, it was, it was well more than just in our top seven. You know, I ended up being a fourth girl that day and, you know, just less than a second away from being all American herself at that, you know, wonderful for 41st position. That's awesome. And no- wants to be at unless you realize that that was the uh, difference between uh, us winning the title or not so I think very easy for her to accept but certainly a great story and then you know and then our two freshmen came through um, ran the whole race together pretty much with Steph Brown and Catherine Priu and for a freshman even you know kind of understand the whole scope of what nationals is is so difficult and you know but more importantly for them to realize what they need to do in that last 1k of the race um, both of them just driving working together picking off you know, a lot of girls that, you know, probably at that 5K mark, which we didn't have a split score, I'm sure we were losing at that mm-hmm. point, um, you know, and, uh, you know, for what they were able to do. And you know, then the last one is Teresa Olshansky is, uh, you know, really been rock solid for us all year. Um, one of our top runners, all of them, she was fifth in the nation in the 1500 for track. Um, unfortunately, got, got, got hurt, you know, that week of nationals and we were trying to decide whether she even runs or not. And, you know, she she was really a lot of discomfort and pain, but you know, wanted to suck it off, push through, and I think just even showing to her teammates that I'm I'm here for them and I'm I'm going to push through everything, and you know, d- didn't have her her best day due to you know running through an injury, but you know, I think you know probably ran the toughest she's ever run and continued to push through, and you know, had to be uh, you know, a nice little piggyback from the finish line back to the team area, but uh, you know, just I think it kind of showed even for her, just everyone really had so much heart and fight. And I don't think for this year in particularly different from any other year, it was one girl that made a difference or one storyline. I think there's probably the most stories from top to bottom that we've ever had in, in one championship. I love it, man. Um, just real quick on a personal note, uh, Ariel, uh, her, her sister works for Pacers running here in DC. And uh, my wife coached her over at Georgetown, Andrea, uh, who, yeah. who is a star, star runner in her own right. So, uh, yeah, I, I absolutely. Was... We, we like the lineage there. So, uh, <laughs> you know, they, uh, you know, I, don't, I don't know how much, uh, they like competing against right, each other, right. and, uh, you know, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. yeah that's and and, and you get that type of athlete there, man. I mean, these, 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 these girls or women that you coach, uh, you know, they, they, they can run these division one programs, which is, is pretty cool that they decide to, to run for you at Johns Hopkins. Yeah, I mean, without a doubt. I mean, that's uh, we, we sell that point. You know, we're trying to, you know, only recruit girls that I know can compete mm-hmm. at the majority of Division One schools and maybe not some of the top programs like a Georgetown. Um, but, you know, they're going to get that opportunity to compete against them. And, you know, you know, I, I talk with, you know, Coach Julie and, yep. uh, you know, and try to ask her where she's competing, what's her schedule. We're trying to constantly seek out those, 
meets for our regular season or where can we run against the best programs what's going to help us out and um you know that's something that is a beauty and in, in our sport unlike almost any other sport is you can just go compete against whoever you want right and, right you know that's something no, no matter how many you know conference titles our football team wins they're not going to go run against <laughs> michigan and notre dame next right. week but uh, right. but we can and you we guys do. and you do uh, and you do which is really cool um Switching over, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna shortchange the men a little bit, but uh, we're gonna want to spend some time on uh, the, the 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 men's side. Uh, congratulations on the top finish in the in the program's history, fifth. Uh, how did that race go for you? Yeah, that uh, it was exciting. I mean, this was a different year than what we've seen the last couple of years with North Central just going out and dominating things. Um, this it was. Uh, I mean, going into it, I think a lot of teams thought they had a good shot not just to get on the podium, but to win. We were one of those teams. Um, you know, we've been close with every Division three team we've run against this year, um, you know, because the way we do try to kind of go up against some, some big D1 meets, we probably don't see as many D3 schools mm-hmm. as some other teams do prior to things. So when we get in championship, we don't really know where we stack up or what we expect, but I know how well our team was running. Um, we were back and forth. So we, we got decent position early. Um, it was a mud bath, so watching guys try to move through that was a little difficult. Um, you know, certainly I think some of our guys that um, up front, you know, had a, had a lot more of a challenging uh, course, you know, than probably expected at first. But um, you know, just watching like the, the team scores flip, you know, and you know, at one point we were, you know, just uh, you know up up there in the top ten. Before we know the next split, we were leading the race, and you know, back to seventh, and then back up to fifth, and just. You know, the point differences were, you know, three points here, five points there. And you know, even at the end, you know, 44 points separating first and fifth place wow. is, is nothing. Not much. Um, so, you know, a lot of people were, you know, talking about, hey, you weren't too far off from fourth place. And you know, like, I wasn't even looking at that at first, you know. And, it, yeah, it's nice, you know, to, to maybe bring home a piece of hardware, you know, which was close. But, you know, you know another point up was, was third place another point up was second place and again just 44 points difference between first and and fifth there just all those teams were tight i'm i'm so happy that our guys were just in it um they fought they performed um you know for for this to be a first in our program history to be in the top five we'll take it um but these uh you know our top five are all returners they'll be back they'll be hungry and uh so it makes it exciting that you know they want more um, but we're always going to look at the end of the day, you know, what we did achieve, what, not what we did not. And uh, I'm, I'm proud of this group and just, you know, it was a great, great race to run. And certainly up front um, to have a, an individual finish in the top 10 on our team. That's never happened before. And, and Jared Pangalozzi. So, uh, so he yeah, was, an, he was your one all American or did you have, uh, yep. He was he, our one all American. Uh, he was uh he's a junior now so he was i think 150th place as a freshman and yet really his breakthrough came last year where he finished 12th at nationals after finishing 12th in the region wow. so it was really just that that week difference really changed his running career here and uh this year he was fourth um and and really right up there uh in that lead pack so um you know we get him back and uh, i know he'll have a you know a national individual title in in his goals for next year but uh and then we had you know a lot of guys that were right you know not too far off from all American positions. Uh, the next guy, Declan Hines, was forty third. So again, just a couple seconds away from earning all American honors himself. But um, just a great group of guys awesome. did everything right, and you know, just really happy for the success they were able to achieve. 
So do, do do both teams get a uh, a little bit of a break now, or um, do you got them r- running through uh, Thanksgiving into indoor track? Yeah, so a uh, quick turnaround. That's the nature <laughs> of our sport. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, they'll get the. You know, we kind of set up our breaks that are a little even with you know their holidays, their school yeah. semester. Uh, you know, so they're we're we're off this whole week from classes, so they have a light week. They'll still be out running when they need to, when they want, they need to take a couple of days off. I want them really this whole week, just doing what they need physically and mentally, but we get back at it. Almost all those guys that just competed at nationals will run in our first indoor meet, you know, coming up in about 10 days here uh, on wow. Saturday, the 7th, December 7th. And, you know, most of them will be trying to hit, you know, or come close to hitting NCAA qualifying March. And, and then we'll take a bigger break and reassess, but gotcha. we're in too good of a spot right now to just, you know, take a six-week hiatus before yeah you got to harness this now. fitness i love it yeah i think that's take at least one shot at yeah. it right now before yeah. we uh, shut things down that's awesome man well um it is thanksgiving i'm sure you're super busy what are the thanksgiving plans there at the uh, van allen household uh spending time with the family we're actually nice, uh, we're, we're hosting for the first time in, in my family so That'll be fun, but my wife's a rock star, and uh, she's probably you know, looking at you right now, like, "Get off the phone, let's get this thing going." As we record here on Wednesday before Thanksgiving, yeah, that's not about right. You know, peel some potatoes or something yeah. like that. Do, do your share. So, yes. uh, yeah, well, we're excited. Just good, good family time, and nice. uh, I got a two and four year old that they're actually out with me at uh, at, at nationals in Louisville. So. Um, you know, looking forward to just spending time. Oh, with I didn't know yeah. that. No, we got a we got a one and three year old. All right, next time we're on the road, we got to like plan out some sort of like, I don't know, common daycare or something for or, our kids, or just let the kids watch each other. Yeah, or that. That's right. Your, your kids can watch Chris's kids, and Chris's kids can watch. <laughs> I your mean, kids. You, you guys go to like oh, Paul Short, and um, you know, a lot of the same meets Julie goes goes to. We gotta we gotta figure this out. Man. Without a doubt, man. Without a doubt, <laughs> make that happen. All right, so. we will. We will. I will take you up on that. What is your? So you talk about peeling potato. What's your favorite side on Thanksgiving? Side. Yeah, like uh, no, everybody. You That's what everybody's talking turn, about. Why are you trying to be like everybody no, else? I, 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 Just what do you like to eat for Thanksgiving? Okay, what do you like to eat? For I didn't know the side. I didn't know the side was the big discussion. But okay, what do you like to eat? No, I, I, I think you nailed it. The side is the best part. <laughs> yeah, the mashed potatoes and stuffing. Right. Yep. It's that, that's where you get seconds and thirds of, yeah. you know, all the other stuff. You just got to taste, have a little Turkey for the yep. symbolic part of it. But <laughs> I stuff myself with the mashed potatoes and stuffing. Those are, my, those nice. are the two things I'll get after. Well, uh, good luck. Um, I mean, you're going to, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be easier for you to win a national title than for you to host tomorrow for Thanksgiving. So I wish you a <laughs> lot. I wish you a lot of luck for, for, for tomorrow. How many people you got coming? Uh, right around twenty. Whoa, so, uh, man! Docs, some little kids in there, and uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. We'll yeah, make it that happen. is awesome. Wow, man, Docs, how many people are you hosting? Um, there'll be three total, including <laughs> myself. <laughs> yeah, okay. So you got an easier, easier yeah. go of it. Um, and we don't do sides. <laughs> you just do just, turkey. Just a frozen turkey. <laughs> All right. If 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 I had a choice between his or yours, I'm going to I'm going to Van Allen's. A lot of people there <laughs> for sure. Um, all right, my man. Well, congrats again, and really appreciate uh, you taking the time on such short notice. Um, awesome stuff, what you're doing up the road in there in Baltimore. Uh, congrats to your kids. Con- continued success. Uh, we'll, um, our listeners will follow you. So uh, no pressure, but we've got a whole Pace the Nation nation that's going to be watching you now. 
Hey, no pressure. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks uh, for all you do, guys. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, buddy. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for joining us. Likewise. Happy Thanksgiving. Take there, care, guys. There he goes. That's Bobby Van Allen. His team, the women, won the D3 national title in cross country. He joined us on Pace and Nation. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program. Thanks again to Bobby Van Allen for joining us today on Pace the Nation. Um, we got into some geeky um, cross-country talk. I know. Uh-huh. I noticed. <laughs> Did you notice? Uh-huh. I mean, you, you, you like that, though. <laughs> you enjoy I know some of our listeners uh, don't know all the nuts and bolts about I don't know why I reacted like that. No, I love I know, cross-country. You do. You do love cross-country. Um, really enjoyed having him. It's really incredible what they've what they've done and accomplished up there. And uh, oh, at, definitely, at John, Johns Hopkins. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, that's an understatement. It, it, it's it's a. Uh, I, I was uh, I was sitting here waiting for you to make it a comparison to like a West Springfield type run they were having. Why? Why would I do that? <laughs> because I feel like I feel like you would. I don't See make the similarities. I don't make everything about me <laughs> like you true. do. That's true. I know that that's your worldview and that's your that's perspective true. and your lens. Yes. Uh, I was just letting him tell his story without no. having to, to <laughs> interject, to, uh, as you would say, crowbar my story <laughs> into it. But yeah. I am glad that you mentioned that the West Springfield boys <laughs> yeah, won the state title this, this uh, I recently. I know they you did. brought it up, not me. <laughs> even though it's in my, I was notes. letting you. Say, I was letting you. Uh-huh. I was setting you up for that. Um, just we'll, real, we'll talk about yeah, that. We'll talk about that. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that in, in, in a minute here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just real quick on the on the the sides thing. I didn't know mm-hmm. like the sides was the discussion. I didn't know that was so a every. Hack, it was a hacky question. No, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it, like. It's such amateur hour from you. <laughs> Sorry. Like you're, you're, you get your information from Wikipedia <laughs> and you get your questions from what's trending on Twitter. <laughs> There's some truth to that. <laughs> I think the thing that, that's going around on Twitter is, is like, what's the most overrated side? Okay. I think that's actually what, what people Had I asked that, you would yeah. have had to like take the interview and stop it. Uh. Yeah. No, I, I have long since given up on, on, on trying to stop these interviews. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll come up with more original questions next time. But Chris, uh, since the toothpaste is out of the tube, <laughs> yep, which which is a Charlie Band phrase that that I try to yep. use as much as possible. Uh, let's talk about Thanksgiving sides. Yeah, we what's, did. What's we did you, want to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. Yeah, but yes. Okay. But let's talk specifically about, about the sides right now. <laughs> the hacky question I asked. Now you want to yeah. address? Okay. Fine. No, I, I mean, it, like I said, like the the, the bathroom is a mess because <laughs> the toothpaste is all over the place. Good I assume problem. that's what it means. I think that's what yes, the that's uh, the phrase means. Yep. Um, what's your favorite side? Like, t- talk me through your sides because I imagine that you have a piece of dry turkey. Uh, with with no no dressing, no stuffing, nothing like you, your plate do. is just like one piece of dry turkey and a and a potato, yeah, and that, a, and a potato with no toppings. I usually am pretty boring with my food. Yes, mm-hmm. I do eat plain turkey sandwiches every single day. Mm-hmm. So having turkey on Thanksgiving is not like a special occasion for me because I eat right. turkey. But the carved it's turkey just is just any other Thursday. <laughs> It is different a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I do add a little gravy, not a lot, uh, but my favorite side is the stuffing. I do like, believe it or not, I do like stuffing. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure why stuffing isn't a main... Do you know what stuffing is? It's like bread and 
croutons and it's croutons yeah. croutons yeah no. i'm not sure <laughs> i'm not sure why it's not a main like side like why don't you why have, don't you have it yeah, more often for, for, yeah like it's the only t- maybe it would don't you know because you don't you know how to like make it, it. maybe because you don't know how to make it i definitely don't know how to make it but yes i'm going to my Do, mom you know why it's called stuffing uh, because you stuff it into the turkey and right. it cooks in there. So, yeah. and do you know how long it takes to cook a turkey? Oh my gosh, my mom puts that thing in at about eight a.m. Exactly. So, yeah. so, so maybe putting those two pieces of information together, do you understand oh, why you don't make <laughs> stuffing every day? That's I get it. That's a good point. <laughs> takes forever. I like the stuffing though, and I do like a little gravy. Uh-huh. Um, I like sweet potatoes as well. Sweet potatoes yeah. is the answer. Yeah. Okay. So your favorite is sweet potatoes. Yeah, like sweet potatoes with brown sugar and marshmallows. Yeah. Why? That's something I would have every day. Yeah. And again, it is unique to Thanksgiving. I'm not sure why we don't have. And that. Boston Market. <laughs> right. That's true too. There is a Boston Market down by your uh, your place, and and they know my, me by my name. My my my. My kids love uh, that the uh, macaroni and cheese there at Boston Market. The macaroni is, and yeah, cheese yeah, is yeah, tremendous. Really that they, they do have great macaroni and cheese, and they have great sweet potatoes. Yeah. So it makes it always very difficult when you get two sides, and you're like, I'd like to be healthy and get the mixed veggies, but then I'd have to get a third third yeah. side because I'm definitely getting those two. So just don't go the healthy route. I, mm-hmm. I tend to agree. Yeah. Um, all right, so we want to talk a little about Thanksgiving, and and Thanksgiving, you know, is, and it's gonna it's on it, Thursday. It's on Thursday. Tomorrow it will have happened, and last by Thursday, the time this podcast is going out. It is the most run day of the year. It's is that the surprise? most. <laughs> is that surprise? Most run day of the does year. That surprise, does that surprise you? You mean, uh, well, everybody More runs on that day. Do, uh, a run that day than like any just, other day. Just a the run year. or a race. Well, go out for a run and mm-hmm. a race. Yeah. Well, I think I think it's probably the most raced day as correct. well. Correct. Both so those that, things. That's probably the the contributing and I think that's, factor. That's the reason why it is the most run day. And it's probably uh, one of the two or three least worked days in the year. So probably. so most people aren't working on on Thanksgiving Day. Yep. And they want to work off all their uh, turkey and stuffing and sweet potatoes. You think it has to do with like people people saying that they need to work out because they need to they need to earn their their meal. Mm -hmm. I do think there's there's something to that. But do you should you be running before you eat all that food or or the day after? No, wouldn't the day after be better? Well, yeah, you're probably right. But I think well, it just goes to prove my theory that people are stupid. I think that people want to get a good base beforehand so they have some room to increase eat. that metabolism yeah, and, and and to be able to overindulge i don't uh, understand the overindulgence i just don't get it you don't get it no like, i just i just eat i have normal portions of the food that i eat and that's it i don't try to like put myself into a food coma <laughs> i don't understand yeah. it all right i i'm i'm kind of in your uh, camp there as well but i think that it's just so much good food there that people can't help themselves i, I think that's my theory um but the other thing I wanted to say... But just have smaller portions of everything I, if you need to eat eight things. I, 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 I agree. You, maybe you have more discipline than most. Um, the one thing I wanted to say is that this r- biggest running day of the year is a newish phenomenon. Now, mm-hmm. for our younger listeners, you've grown up with turkey trots in every single neighborhood in, uh, throughout the uh, United States. Uh-huh. But you know what people used to do? I was reading this somewhere, and I can't play credit football? the article. They play football. Yeah. They used to do turkey bowls. 
Mm-hmm. And what about the, puppy bowls? Do you remember <laughs> the puppy bowl? I do remember that. The puppies for the Super played. Bowl. Yes, for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which team are you rooting for? <laughs> Did Air Bud play in the puppy bowl? No. He would have crushed. He would have been so good at that. See, again, the younger listener has no idea what you're talking about. No, every Air Bud, everybody knows Air Bud. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think so. Young listeners, let us know if you know what who Air Bud is. I, I don't think they do. I and if think... you don't, respect your elders. Uh, Air Bud I, was one of the greatest athletes we've ever seen. <laughs> the folks who know Air Bud knew that uh, a, a playing football on Thanksgiving uh-huh. was a thing. Yeah. Now the millennials have grown up, and turkey trots have been a thing. Uh-huh. But but when now we're telling our age here, but when you and I grew up, right. It was turkey. Uh, it was uh, turkey bowls. Turkey bowls. Playing football. But you're, you're saying there's playing football. I played wiffle ball once on Thanksgiving. That was fun. Mm. My no. cousins. No, I don't. I never. No, we did. We football. did. I, this <laughs> is a true story. I'm sure you did. Uh, I, don't, I don't recall ever playing football on Thanksgiving Day. Your parents didn't play football no. or go out and no, toss we the did, that, that was or? not something that was done in our household. Okay. Uh, but I was aware that this is something that people do. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm glad that people are doing running instead of of day. Mm-hmm. You know, count me in on. The okay, so so before this phenomenon took over, what do you think was the most run day in in the U.S.? Uh, it was January first. I read that somewhere. Before. Oh yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah. Actually, I would still feel like nope. uh, I'd like to see the numbers because I feel like January first has to has to be. I don't have the studies in front of me. I uh-huh. don't have. I, but I do did remember you participate reading, in the study. I do. I do remember. Did did, reading did these more studies. than one journal uh, verify this information? I can't promise you that, mm-hmm. but uh, this is the information that I remember reading. Do you think that? that they got a big grant in order to do this study? And if so, do you think that we kind of missed our calling, that, that we should have <laughs> accepted that grant to, we to should. investigate? We, we should try to do uh, – we should, we should put, find out who paid for that study and, and see if they'll pay, pay us to have an independent huh. review of those numbers. All right. Tweet us about that too. Mm-hmm. Let us know. If yes, you if, you, if you funded that study, <laughs> please reach out to us at Nation. Uh, you could you could email us at pacenation yep. at gmail uh, dot com. Except I don't think anybody has checked that address <laughs> in about eight or nine we, months. We, we will be. I checking don't know that what the stuff. password is yeah, anymore. We will be checking that stuff. No, I I don't know what the password is for the email. All right, well, we we, will, we have to find out what that we'll, password we'll, is. We'll figure that out. All right, but that's your uh, Thanksgiving talk. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving last Thursday. Yeah. All right. This podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with. Six area DC locations. Pacers running is for every run. Uh, we we have plenty, plenty of Marine Corps Marathon gear. So if you're looking for a gift for the holiday for that runner who ran Marine Corps, go to runpacers.com and click on the shop tab and you can find the Marine Corps Marathon gear. I think we're the only place that you can get it. And we'll be selling it all through the holiday. All right, every week, Docs, we uh, read a five-star review. Last week, we read the Always a Pleasure to Listen to, and this week you will read the next uh, five-star review that we got. Chris, this week's Mm five-star review comes from somebody whose name is frustrated with <laughs> right. this app is that you because uh, you would think you it is because it's also titled docs 2020 yes okay but i didn't write this <laughs> uh but i am frustrated with the app yes and and technology now and i am running for president in 2020 i did notice that you guys uh 
acted like I'm I'm behind schedule or something <laughs> did, yes. on the last we show. Were a little worried, yes. Uh, well, I've been I've been running for like over a year. I don't know why you guys would <laughs> would would think that. And and Joanna, who who uh, is the self proclaimed campaign manager, yeah. has no further to look than in the mirror. Yeah, she if wasn't she's upset your with yeah, with uh, where where things are. But anyway, this this is called Docs 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says pros. Dogs, weather, transportation, parentheses, scooters, mm-hmm. mid-90s Nova High School running, cons, it's only one hour per week. Yeah, I agree with all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Should, should we start putting out more shows? <laughs> Man, if we could, we would. But uh, thank <laughs> you. you frust- could, I could. <laughs> thank you, Frustrated with this app. I uh, appreciate mm-hmm. the five-star review. Uh, if you want to be uh, hear your review read on Pace the Nation, uh, give us five stars and write something you know, cool, funny. Um, this is this is one of the few opportunities in life when you can hear a future president <laughs> speak your words in his voice. That's true. All right, Docs. Uh, so we wanted to touch on what was going on or what you had to talk about. Oh, well, I could give you an update on my life, but my <laughs> life is so boring. I'd rather talk about <laughs> other people's accomplishments okay, if, that's do, a, if I could use my time that way. Yes, if that's okay. Yes. Um, the floor is yours. Yes, the floor is mine. I and that means I have ninety seconds to talk <laughs> before Chris needs to uh, grab the microphone. Yes. So I better hurry up. Uh, Make it quick, yeah. succinct. Yes, I think I think we've already talked about this, uh, but I I need to give it its due. Mm-hmm. The my alma mater. Yes, the West Springfield Spartans. Uh, the the boys team won the six A state title which I don't like that they make any changes to anything. And it, there was no 6A when I was in school, but right. now 6A is the biggest, is the big schools. The Spartans were led by senior Sean Stuck, mm-hmm. who won the meet. He was the, the top finisher overall. And then Sam Pritchard finished fourth overall, but second in scoring. Right. And Chris Weeks finished fifth overall, third mm-hmm. in scoring. And, you know, so, so people understand how the cross country works. You can qualify as a team, or you can qualify as an individual. So if you don't go as a as a as a member of a team, you have an individual place, but not a a it team score as the yeah. Uh, it doesn't count in the overall score. Yeah, which Van Allen, Bobby Van Allen was talking about for his 2018 uh, race. His women had some. Th- th- there were some teams that displaced his women that you know uh, were top finishers. On there were individuals that displaces women, and then they ended up losing yeah. because of it. So, anyways, yes, yeah. a little confusing, but anyways, uh, yeah. uh, as far as the team scoring yeah. goes, West Springfield finished first, second, and third, which is you can't do better than that, uh, unless you also got fourth, right? Uh, and then their 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 fourth and fifth runners finished fifteenth and eighteenth in the team scoring. Wow, unbelievable! Thirty nine points. That that's just a dominant performance. They they beat Oakton. Which is great because we've had a lot of Oakton guests on the show, <laughs> right. so there's kind of a PTN thing going right, on there. Right, there is. Definitely yeah. is. We have had Chris Pellegrini on the show, to be fair. Yeah, We're yeah, trying yeah, to be for fair sure. and balanced. Sure. Oakton and West Springfield. Oh, yeah. we Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. But it just it just seems like the, you know, and, and yeah. you know, Joanna loves talking. Loves, you know, Joanna's a loyal listener, sometimes occasional host. She loves the Northern Virginia Oh yeah, high school cross country discussions. Yep. Although I think she would rather we talk about uh, the glory days of of the nineteen nineties. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, we'll talk about that next show. 
Uh, right now, we're just talking about this this tremendous accomplishment. I mean, it's just just so impressive. And, Congrats, and congratulations, to that, that, yeah. that squad and 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 Coach uh, Pellegrini. And and you can you, again, you can find go back in the archives if you're a new listener. Listen to Chris uh, on the show. He's he was a great great. Well, guest. he he was on last year after the girls won the the yep, state title. Right. Um, unfortunately, the the girls had a, a, a great finish as well. They they didn't defend their title. They they had some injuries. I think that if they had a healthy season, I think that they you know they could have done the unprecedented. Well, actually, it's not unprecedented. I think it's happened quite a few mm-hmm. times. But you know they they had the talent to 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 win the title with both the boys and the girls. Unfortunately, the girls had some injuries and uh, didn't put it together. Well, congrats! I uh, but they won I, last I year. You, I got to give you props, Docs. Um, congrats to. Uh, your West Springfield Spartans, you, way to go. You know, I know you, you got some West Springfield listeners, so I just got to yeah. say congrats. But, you know, you talk about how how big of a sports fan you are and how vested yes, you I are am. in, like, sports and all this kind I of am. stuff. And, and so I was thinking about this when I was running this week. Uh, as far as, like, what, what, what makes you happier, uh, a Stanley Cup title, a Super Bowl championship, or a, a team that you were actually a part of that that like you can actually say you wore that jersey at one time wins a championship which that's is true. better that's true which is better that's why why cool. do you care about you know the 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 Nationals. local baseball team winning the world series if you right. really didn't have anything to do with that I they do, just they just play in your town yeah i i hate when you ask these really good questions cuz i don't <laughs> want to answer that question cuz i do get really invested and, yeah, and and I um I don't I don't have a good answer. I, I you know what it, it would be. But there, shouldn't shouldn't it be more prideful that that a that the West Springfield Spartans won the yeah. the state title? I, I I think I'm more proud of that. If if like if UVA cross country won nationals, mm-hmm. would I be more excited than if the UVA basketball team won national won the uh, NCAA tournament? Mm, that's a tough question. I'm afraid the answer would, wouldn't be what it should you, be. It, you're afraid the answer is something that you don't want to say <laughs> yeah, on the exactly. podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I root for all my teams, um, and I try to. Uh, you root for all of your teams, yeah. except when you give up on them. <laughs> um, Docs, uh, we um, mentioned that you're going to have uh, Thanksgiving uh, locally. I am with three people. You, uh-huh. you're, you're not traveling anywhere for the holiday. You're oh no! Right? Oh no! What a nightmare! <laughs> okay. I'm heading to New Jersey, so I'll be back. Uh, but I'll be back this this weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'll be around for for next weekend, next week, and for a show next week. So hopefully okay. we can. Uh, are, are, is this going on the show, or are we having a d- <laughs> no, discussion? No, this, this is going on the show to okay. close out this show. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Julie uh, will be back as well. Uh, so hopefully we can do one more show before. Um, actually, I'm in Austin. I don't know how we're going to fit. Oh, we'll you're it out. you're in yeah. Austin we'll next have to week. Figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure something out. Well, I guess you could just bring me down to Austin. Yeah. We could just do a show down there. We have done that in the past. Mm -hmm. All right, Docs. Good show. That was one of our our best shows this week. (laughs) It was. I think it was our best show this week, actually. Yeah. Oh, um, should we pause this and and talk fantasy football? (laughs) Oh, man. I had a tough loss this week, so no thank you. Uh, I do want to thank our guests... Bobby Van Allen, he joined us. Congratulations to his Blue Jays of Johns Hopkins for winning the women's national title in cross country. 
fifth men were fifth. You can follow them, Hopkins TFXC, if you want to do that on Twitter. Give them a follow. Thanks to Bobby Van Allen. All right, episode 216 in the books. Um, I think Julie will be back in town next week. Maybe you guys do a show without me. Oh, that's that's my dream come true. (laughs) All right. That's William E. Docs. I'm Chris Farley. Thank you for listening. This is Pace Nation. We will see you next week. Chris, be honest, and, and I'm not saying this mm-hmm. uh, as a any disrespect to Johns Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Did you know that their mascot were the Blue Jays? Uh, I did, actually, believe it or not. Um, not sure why I knew that, but that's the random stuff I actually do know. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? I don't think I did. Hmm. Yeah, well, mark it down. Something I knew that you didn't. Yeah. Okay, that's the end. Way too loud. It's the most run day of the year. I'm glad you knew the other day. The New Year's, because I didn't think of that. Nothing else to talk about? That's it. That's it. Shouldn't we talk about the baseball hot stove? It's heating up. Isn't next week the the general managers meetings? That's Rendon when that's when things gone, are. I'm sure, unfortunately. Sounds like Strasburg's going to sign a hometown deal. Yeah, it sounds like he is. But I heard that I think the Nationals are going to let Rendon go, and then they're they're going to get they're going to sign Josh Donaldson. Yep. And and so that's not bad. If you get Josh Donaldson for three years, that's actually that's a good plan. Yeah, I could see that happening. Uh, and then they've got that uh, the young guy who's uh, – I 